Hey, this is Andrew Fish, senior pastor at Convergence Church. I want to welcome you to the Convergence Church podcast. Our vision at Convergence Church is encountering Jesus and transforming cities with his power and love. This Sunday, we had a powerful Sunday. It was a Sunday filled with worship and we didn't get an opportunity to even get to the message because the presence of the Lord was so strong and he was moving in such a mighty powerful way and so i just want to encourage you we we've done something that we don't ever do as well we've posted the entire service to the podcast because we feel it's that significant and so i just want to encourage you to listen and just to invite the lord wherever into whatever wherever you're listening because he is moving Good morning. We want to welcome you to Convergence this morning. We are so glad that you're here. We want to say that we're really thankful for those who are also joining us online this morning. And we just know that God is up to good things. He's up to great things in our city. And it is such an honor to be in his presence today. You know, we serve a God who is alive. He's a God who is near. He is not far off. He is here. He is working miracles today. He heals the sick today. He sets the captives free. He is speaking. He is so alive. And his fire, the fire of his Holy Spirit is being poured out all over the earth. And these are amazing times to be alive. And it's just amazing today that we can even come into the presence of the living God. (laughs) We come and we live in his presence with no fear, with no shame because of all that Jesus has done on the cross. So I just want to invite you to stand and we're going to pray right now and just declare that this is a place of encounter today. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for the fire of the Holy Spirit that we live in the day when the Holy Spirit has been poured out and the sons and the daughters prophesy. Father, we thank you for all that you're releasing and pouring out in this place today. We thank you that as we draw near to you, that you are drawing near to us. Lord, thank you that there is freedom as we worship you today. Lord, we throw off any chains of heaviness or weariness or self-consciousness. And we have come to be captivated with who you are. Jesus, we've come to look right into your eyes, to see the fire in your eyes. And Father, that you would burn in us and burn through us, Lord. Burn on us with your presence today. Let there be fire in this place. Lord, we thank you that you've come to shake everything that can be shaken so that we get to hold on to that which is precious, to that which remains. So Father, thank you. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for letting us be here today. Thank you that where two or three are gathered together in your name, that you are there in the midst. Thank you, Jesus, that we live in the holy place now, that we come with confidence before the throne of grace to receive mercy and grace in time of need. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just begin to thank him all around the room. 
Just begin to speak it out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you. Thank you for your power. Thank you for the Holy Spirit moving. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your hand on our lives. Thank you, Father, for choosing and calling us. Thank you for letting us live in this hour in history. Thank you for the harvest that you're bringing, releasing. Lord, thank you for preparing the atmosphere as we go out to this school ground this afternoon. Thank you for preparing hearts all around this area, Lord. Would you bring them? Would you draw them, God? That this place would be full of people with hungry hearts, God. And that your kingdom would manifest. Father, that people would be saved and healed and delivered and transformed in your presence over this school ground. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. I want us just to shout out to the Lord, just on the count of three. One, two, three. and I want us just to flood this front area. I just want to invite you up here to the front to just worship now as we just come boldly before our God to be consumed and transformed in His presence.
the Lord. I was like, Lord, does this please you? Does this song please you right now? And he said, yes, very much so. That I saw us like painting a portrait of heaven with our song. The song was our paintbrush and we got to reach out and paint the portrait of heaven as we sang out the truth. Hey, Shanda, that there's all the angels crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come, that all creation sings his praises. The sound of heaven must be deafening this morning. So we're going to sing that again. And just reach out and use your voice, use your song. Paint that picture of heaven this morning.
desire this morning. Oh, living flame of love. Oh, you're not dead, but you're alive. You're the living flame of love.
there's going to be a voice that says, don't, don't scream out and make yourself look like a fool this morning. I come to tell you today, that's not the Lord. That is not the voice of the Lord. That is the voice of the accuser. The voice of the accuser that comes to choke out your praise. The praise that is due to the King of Kings. So if you feel that right now, if you feel that right now, I challenge you to just let loose. Let loose the praise this morning. He's the worthy one. He's the worthy one. 
us to stay here, but I was praying in the back, and I felt the Lord say, you've stepped into a new level. This morning, we were praying in pre-service prayer about walking through an open door. And in Revelation 3.20, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He who hears my voice will open it. And I felt this moment right now, and I want us to bring this back up again, but here's what I want you to do. If you are in this place and you feel this thing rising up in your spirit right now that says, I am going to another level. We're going to another level. I want you to take a step through the open door because there's a door that's open right now. And there's a place right now, Paige talked about it before we even started. She says, don't miss this moment. There's a door right now and I feel like he says, I'm knocking at the door right now. Would you open it? Would you open it? And so right now, we take a step of faith as Convergence Church as the people of the Lord here in Fort Worth, Texas, and we step through the open door. We step through the open door. We step into the next level that the Lord has. Come on. Let's just worship from this place. But listen, I want you to worship right now from the place of having walked through the door. What does that mean? It means the worship looks different than how you came into the room this morning. Because right now, there's another level that the Lord's saying, there's another place. There's another place. And so as we raise this worship back up, don't worship like we came in. Worship from that place where the from the new level that the Lord says there's a place right now that you're entering into. Can we do that? Yes, yes, yes. I just kept hearing, why not today? Why wouldn't today be the day of our greatest encounter ever with God? Why wouldn't today be the day that our hearts burn like never before? Why wouldn't today be the day that we get a fresh revelation of Jesus that changes our lives? Jesus, we step through, we step through, we step into this new place, we lay aside the old clothes, and we step into this new and fresh revelation of you. Yes, it's worship. Yes.
here, come here. All you guys in the line right now, come here. Come and gather up here at the front. Can I do this? Is this okay? You don't know what I'm about to do. Just say yes. <laughs> I heard the Lord say, stop, and whoever's left in the line, I want to prophesy over them that they're my forerunners. They're my forerunners in this generation. So you, this whole group right here, you guys can press in, come forward. Will you guys help me? Can we pray for them? Yeah. Yeah, Lord, I just declare. Woo! Oh, I feel this. Yeah, I feel this. Lord, would you touch? Would you touch these forerunners, Lord? Ones that you've predestined to carry all that you have for this generation, Lord, to break through. I see a breakthrough anointing over this, over this group. Yes, Jesus, I see a breakthrough anointing. Ooh, I saw you guys as the fire pots. The fire pots that were constructed simply to carry, to carry fire. To carry the fire of the Lord and to not crumble. say that's the, that's the tapestry of your life and I'm weaving it and as I finish the tapestry it will become a banner that is waved it will become a banner <laughs> that is waved oh, for my coming return you'll be waving this banner organizations and churches will gather around this banner and they'll sing make way 
make way. You have a make way anointing over your life. So Lord, would you just touch her with your fire, Lord. God, seal whatever you want sealed in her heart this morning, Lord. Jesus. God, we bless what you bless.
praying. If you're, if you're praying, keep praying. But if you're not, sing this. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. again set me on fire once again set me on fire once again I feel like there's old saints in the room this morning that this is your cry set me on fire once again set me on fire once again set me on fire once again there's some of you that have had an experience a long time ago but you want whoo you want to step back into that because you know that's that is your that is your, where your identity is found. It's in the fire of God. Oh, that is where true identity is found. Oh, so sing this with me. Maybe you had an experience. Maybe you went to a youth camp years ago and you've just been hanging around and you've said, man, I wonder, I wonder what that feels like to feel what they're feeling because they're not feeling, I'm not feeling what they're feeling. Sing this out with me today. Oh, just sing this Bring it down. Oh, set me on fire once again. Set me on fire. It's a quiet cry. Set me on fire once again. It's a quiet cry. Just let it out. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. All right, a little bit louder. Bring it up a little bit. Oh, set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Oh, set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Come on a little louder. We'll get there. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Once again. Once again. Oh, set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Set me on fire once again. Oh, just a little bit loud. Set me on fire once again. 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 Set me on fire.
Lord, we're just here to say that we love your presence. Your presence is our home. Thank you for the breath that we're breathing in the air of heaven in this place. There's something different in the air of this place where the Lord's taken us. There's a weightiness in the room that only comes from God himself. There's nothing we can do to buy this, to earn this. People live their entire lives on earth and never feel the presence of God like he's in this room right now. People all over the earth are doing things to try to be fulfilled. And we are here in this room right now with the living God. And we're alive. Because of the blood of Jesus, we don't burn up in his presence. We come with no fear. And in the old covenant, just a few people watched people encounter God. And it was quite a scary thing. Even Joshua just stood at the edge of the tent and Moses was the only one then that knew him face to face. And now you are face to face with the living God himself. The Hebrew word for presence is the word face. This is not just about a presence. This is about a person. like this. 
all creation is groaning and yearning for the revealing of the sons of God is what you carry as a son of God is the presence of God step through right now into deeper places don't worry what it looks like don't worry about the person next to you this is a precious moment your spirit says yes yield to your spirit yield to your spirit step out of that comfort zone step out of any self-consciousness close your eyes and step in deeper 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 deep is calling to deep deep is calling to deep this is your destiny this is your destiny your destiny is a person your destiny is the man Christ Jesus with the fire burning in his eyes and his feet of burnished bronze and the sword coming out of his mouth. Your destiny is to be enthralled with him.
breath, just let it out. Just let it out. Would you want to go home after a day like this and think, man, I had more to give. I had more to give to the King of Kings. That's not, that's not me. <laughs> so if there's anything left, just, just lay it out there. Just give it to me. It doesn't have to be in key. Nothing else matters when he's in the room. Sermons don't matter. Schedules don't matter. The songs we had planned don't matter. 
all that matters is that when Jesus is here, that we bow before him and we just hail him as king. I had a great plan this morning. I was gonna talk about hearing the voice of the Lord and I was all ready. But listen, nothing else matters except his presence. We could preach and we could do so much, but nothing, it doesn't matter if his presence isn't here. What matters is Moses' cry when he said, I will not go anywhere without his presence. Do not lead me up from here unless your presence goes before us. He even went so far as to say, it is his presence that distinguishes us. Sermons don't distinguish you. His presence does. And this morning I felt that thing. Like when they started running around the room, I immediately was drawn back to that passage where it says that David danced undignified before the Lord. And do you know what happened when he danced? People got offended. There was offense even from his own wife. But David didn't care because when the presence comes, it doesn't matter. What matters is him. So we're gonna, we're gonna take communion this morning, which again was not planned. we're going to just stay in this place of just worship and I just listen there's no yeah you can come up and go ahead and grab a communion thing thingy and I'm going to invite Jesse Kamali to come help me with communion this morning Here's the thing about hearing the voice of the Lord is it's actually, it's easy to hear him when you're in his presence. So we don't even need to preach on it. We don't have to preach on it because when you're, when you're in an atmosphere like this, let me tell you, it's not hard to hear God. He's here. Gonna, we're gonna take communion. I just want to invite you, do whatever, like whatever posture of your heart that you want to take this morning. If you want to bow and take communion, if you want to take communion with your family, with friends, with those around you that you're seated with, let's just gather together and let's just let's enter in to communion because this morning has been all about just coming to Jesus. of doing the, uh, the brave part 318 and on Tuesdays we've been doing um, communion, communion Zooms where we've been getting with everybody else in the 318 um, and taking communion and something Peter Lewis 
really touched on last Tuesday. You talked about in breaking the bread. <laughs> this is, we're remembering that he broke his body. And we talked about was the parallel between us breaking the bread and remembrance of his body. And then when the veil was torn, releasing his presence. As he broke his body, he opened up that veil so we could walk into his presence. And that parallel of him breaking the body and the veil being torn, as we step through that veil, we're stepping into the broken body of Jesus Christ that said, I want to invite you into this. I want you to, to be able to remember that I, I broke my body so that you could step in and experience me and pursue me and grow in a relationship with me. So even today, as we're so able and joyfully willing to step into his presence is because he broke his body. It's not anything we could ever do, anything we could ever expect to have accomplished on our own, but because he broke his body, we have an opportunity like today to step in and acknowledge him as king and enjoy his presence. So when we do this in remembrance of him, it's in remembrance that we're able to do this because he is so loving that he would break his body so we could step in. On a Sunday, on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday, on a Saturday, every day, every second, every, there is never a moment we don't have the opportunity to step into his broken body. Thank you for breaking your body. Thank you for choosing to pursue us, choosing to lay down your life, choosing to be nailed onto a cross so that we could experience you. So as we partake, we remember what you did for us so that even now we can step into your presence and be with you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. So we take and eat.
just as he broke his body for us. He spilled his blood. <laughs> I remember Wesley talking about in his blood falling from his feet onto the earth while he hung on the cross. That representation of the earth being filled with his blood, just as he formed man from the dust of the earth. After the finished work, his blood filled the earth and his spirit filled us. the dust of the earth he chose to fill with his spirit <laughs> we,
spilled his blood. He broke his body and he spilled his blood for the dust of the earth. <laughs> the creator of the universe chose us and said, you're worth it. <laughs> Guys, we weren't worth it. his body and spilled his blood. He called his sons and daughters. We played no part. We did nothing to earn it. We did absolutely nothing to earn it. What that means? It's completely on him. And we can't do anything to change the fact that it's a finished work. It is finished. Just as we played no part in earning the worth he gave us, there is absolutely nothing we can do to change it. There's nothing we can do for the rest of eternity we are worth it because he said so so when we drink the blood this is grape juice but guess what it's the blood we drink this in remembrance of the fact that he spilled his blood and decided we were worth it This is the most terrifying thing I've ever held. The blood of Jesus Christ that decided I was worth dying for. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm worth holding this or drinking this, but it's not up to me. There's nothing I've done in this lifetime to earn this. If there's anything I've done, it would separate me from this. But once again, he decided it, not me. lightly just as we broke his body even it, it blows me away chewing the bread how much more broken is it than even just snapping it with your fingers it is completely destroyed there is nothing separating us from him so 
So as we drink the blood of Jesus Christ, do in remembrance of the fact that you are worth it because he said so, because of a finished work that decided you are loved, you are worth it, and you are his. (laughs) We were ransomed, and the price paid was Jesus Christ. As a hostage, completely helpless in our own sin, he paid the price. And that's what we're remembering. That on a Sunday morning, we get to step into the fact that he bought us. And that we're filled with his presence and his glory. Because of this, don't take it lightly. That you are holding the blood of Jesus Christ. his blood speaks a better word so as we as we dwell on the blood we get to dwell on the fact that this morning he's speaking right now over your life as you partake of this the blood isn't silent the blood speaks it speaks a better word pour out his blood and then say, okay, now that's, I'm going to be silent. No, he's speaking. And every time we come to this table and we take of, partake of his blood, he is desiring to show us a new side of him. He's desiring, he's speaking to us this morning and he's saying, Convergence Church, will you listen? Because as we approach him rightly, he's faithful to speak. So as we take this, as we step into this, he's going to speak over your life. You're washed by the blood. You're cleansed by the blood. The blood has set you free. So if you need freedom, As you partake, let his blood speak and declare that over your life. If you came in the room and you're like, I don't know if he's real, let his blood reveal himself to you. If you came in the room and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do, Let his blood reveal him to you in a way that reveals who he is that changes everything. Because his blood is speaking. It's not quiet. It's not passive, it's active, it's moving right now. On your behalf, the blood of Jesus is acting on your behalf this morning. Jesus is interceding before the Father. So I'm going to have Jesse lead us in the, in the 
partaking of this, but I just, as we take this, we're approaching him because of how amazing and glorious and beautiful he is, that he would have taken the step that he took to die on the cross for us, and so that we can have constant unity and communion with him, and so that we could come and his blood could speak to us on a Sunday morning. And that as we cry out that his blood is literally washing us, it's cleansing us, it's purifying us. And his blood literally makes the declaration that says, here's Jesus. So let's take this and let's, let's look at him. into you though is just as we spent this time now in remembrance of him that this isn't something we do only at church I know we've talked about this before but genuinely we do this in remembrance of him you could take communion again in an hour and it'd be just the exact same experience of remembering him that's what we talk about communion revival and the revival is the fact that he paid the price. And that's where the revival comes from. So we do, we step into the truth that there is a communion revival because you paid the price. So never for a second will we forget as we constantly remember the price you paid, Lord. So I do, I pray that everybody in here would begin to just step into a place of remembrance from that relationship with you deeper than what any of us have experienced. As we step into the truth that you paid a price, Lord. Let this not be one Sunday that there was a life-changing remembrance because every time you remember, your life will be changed. Yeah, you can go get your kids, bring them into service. Bunny, she was supposed to share some this morning, <laughs> and then the Lord kind of derailed us, but I'm going to have her share a word. I, I just, I'm, I'm undone by this morning. I mean, I know you guys don't know me, but I'm just a woman who loves Jesus that's been in government for 20 years, and I feel like this word about the door is about taking this presence everywhere we go, you know? 
the church is the answer for everything that's happening in our cities, in our communities, in our state, in our nation. You know, part of my testimony is just walking with members of Congress and walking. I was just the last two days hanging out with public policy people and sitting down with one of my dearest friends for 20 years that's a state senator that wrote the heartbeat bill, right? And just praying together in a hallway and letting the presence of God just fill that place, right? And I just want to exhort you. I feel like, man, this, this young man, wow. I mean, what God wants to do is take our little lives and take us with this presence everywhere we go. You know, and I was just uh, rethinking. I, I grew up at Restoration Church under Doug White and Mark Job, and went to Christ for the Nations and thought I was going to be a missionary to Latin America. And, and real, you know, 15 years later, I'm running for Congress. And <laughs> you never know what God's going to do with your life. But I just feel like this urgency of the hour that if the church is not ready to walk through the doors outside the walls of this church and take his presence, regardless of the consequences, into our culture, that we're missing it. We're missing it. And you all, this is a deep well. This is a deep well of his presence. And all of you kids, man, are going to run into your high schools and your colleges. And you're not going to be afraid. You're going to go against the culture. Right? You're going to go against the culture. And you're going to say, I'm going to stand for Jesus. And I'm going to stand for truth regardless of the consequences. And it's this presence that carries you into that. And I just felt like I needed to share that. Yeah, could you could you pray real quick, Bunny? Could you just release just release that? Jesus, we thank you that you're raising up all of us in this next generation, God, for this country. God, we have been born into this moment in Dallas, Fort Worth, in this generation, God, for such a time as this. We do not take it lightly that Jesus, you're coming back on a white horse and flaming fire and that God we are forerunners preparing the way of your presence God wherever we go God I thank you that today marks all of us that we are never content without seeing your face that we're never content God without your oil pouring down on us and your, our, your staff beside us God that you're preparing a table for us in the presence of our enemies God, you anoint our head with oil, our cup runneth over. And God, I thank you that surely goodness and mercy are going to follow all of us. And it's going to follow this generation of believers, God. We are ready for suffering. We're ready, God, for voluntary suffering. We're, vol we're ready for suffering that we do not choose. But we're going to have joy like Nehemiah rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, God, because you give us joy in the midst of sorrows. You give us joy in the midst of hardship, God. And Lord, I thank you, Jesus. We say, come, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come, Lord, but use us in this generation to prepare a generation, God, that's after your heart in every space, whether it's business, media, education, government, the church, our families, God. 
Use us in this moment, God, and sear our hearts today with your presence to never let this presence go away from our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, thank you so much, Bunny. I, I, I feel like it's so significant that, that she's here today because what we're experiencing in this room doesn't stay in the room. And that's a something that's going to mark this fresh move of God that it's going to be everywhere and not just here we've, we've received here and what we have here is so powerful in every place and and money I was just praying for you while we were worshiping and I, I really saw this apostolic builder anointing on you and I and I saw the Lord just stirring this pot and I felt like even over the last three years, like he's really just been stirring and stirring. And I saw out of that stirring, I saw this gold emerging. And I feel like you're just coming into this place of greater clarity. I saw these blueprints. They were gold blueprints. And I saw an increase of prophetic strategy on your life. And I saw you advising. I saw the gift of word of wisdom going to a new level in you. You've operated in it. But I, I just saw this increase and the, and the Lord is going to open doors and give favor. Um, I saw you even, um, I saw political leaders and business leaders coming to you undercover at times because they, they didn't really need to be seen with you necessarily. <laughs> but I saw you even interpreting dreams. And I, I just feel like there's going to be just this increase of the supernatural of people coming to you to interpret that God is touching people powerfully in the political realm. And so we just bless you. We bless the clarity. We thank you for the price that you have paid to walk in the halls and the places, uh, to be on election ballots, to say yes to the Lord. And we thank you, Father, for even an increased prophetic and apostolic mantle on Bunny's life, Father. And we thank you for the authority that she has been willing to carry in secret, Lord, that, that it will be also manifest in public. And we thank you, Father, that high-level high leaders have already come to her, but Lord, there's going to be an increase. And Father, that you're visiting leaders and that you're giving her, as you gave Daniel, interpretation of dreams and ability to solve enigmas. And, Father, that she's going to be known, as Daniel was known, as carrying an extraordinary spirit. Yes. Oh, I just, I just keep hearing that heartbeat build. There's a resurrection anointing on you. There are places that people say there's all hope is lost, but the resurrection power of Jesus Christ is in you. And you are releasing that into the dead places of our state and our nation. And we will see dry bones live again. We will see the dead raised in Jesus' name through you. shared a quick word with me would, would you just quickly just share that of what you saw about the preeminence and us stepping into that place <laughs> ask my lawyer to say something quick okay <laughs> um as i was everything that happened today was was 
heard the words preeminence of the Lord. And in Colossians 1, it says that He is before all things. All things were created through Him. And, and that everything exists for Him. And that He holds everything together. His preeminence. And the promises of the Father was that he was, God was going to cause all the nations to submit to him. That's huge. Don't think that that means everyone's going to become a Christian. That does not mean that. What it means is that he is preeminent. His death, his death is so high. And Colossians says that it's by his blood that we've been reconciled. And we took the Lord's Supper. By his blood, we were reconciled. And I felt like the Lord was saying that this is going to be a place, this house is going to be a place for his preeminence. Not to hold it, but to carry it. And the scripture says that uh, we are to be warning, it's in Colossians, warning and teaching the wisdom of God. And Ephesians talks about that the church's obligation, it, its assignment is to declare to the principalities and powers in the heavens. So we have an earthly duty to warn and teach. You know, when it says that every knee is going to bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, that's actually going to happen. It's going to happen. And for every believer, it will be a wonderful thing. It'll be, it's unbelievable. But everyone who's not a believer, it's a terror, absolute terror. And Steve, when you started weeping, it was like the realization, the separation, the, the reconciliation versus the separation. It is the cross, it's the blood of the cross that makes the difference. And we hold, we hold it in our hearts I'm just telling you, even when you don't feel like it, you don't feel like it, the power rests within you. It rests within you. And to shine, really declare, we, this is a beautiful house. I'll just tell you personally as an elder, I, I pray that the house explode. It's huge. But you know what? Compared to holding his preeminence and his lordship, that is his will that is the best thing so I'm just saying this is the place for declare his preeminence hold it everything that happened today everything when you danced when the people started dancing you were dancing because you've been reconciled by the blood of the cross it was joy and that's what we have the joy of the cross upon us and at the same time the same time we carry to warn because it is it's gonna be huge so wow wow yes amen say yes Lord thank you Steve mm. wow a place to declare his preeminence yeah my Bible was open to Colossians 1 I just didn't get a chance to read it so that is right on word well um wow Welcome to Convergence Church. 
We're so glad you're here if you're visiting. You're like, did they really just worship for two hours and 20 minutes? And the answer is yes. We would, have, we would go another hour, except we gotta, we gotta go release it to the neighborhood over here. <laughs> hey, I wanna do one thing because this is a great time to do it, is that what happened this morning too is the Lord is opening a door. And one of the doors that he's opening is for us to continue to lean into the Jesus nights that we've been doing. How many of you have, have been to a Jesus night? Yeah. And even as we're talking about his preeminence, like one of the callings on this house is to make it all about Jesus. So like these nights are all about him. And so I just want you to know we are going to have a Jesus night every week, every one time a week leading up to the gathering in October, on October 28th and 29th, okay? And listen, we're not doing this because we love more meetings. To be honest, it's a sacrifice. We're doing this because we believe the Lord is releasing something right now. And there is a door. And so listen, I want to invite you. I want to, I really want to encourage you. If you are part of this house, if you can be at a Jesus night, I want you to be here. Not because it's some like, yeah, it's another night and let's just do church again. No, because I believe that the Lord is calling this house into something. And I'm excited to see what he's going to do as we continue these, these Jesus nights. So I don't know if you have, do you have the PowerPoint, Jason? The PowerPoint that we're not going to use. Can you switch, can you go to the Jesus night slide? There it is. All right, so here's every date that we're going to do leading up to the conference, the gathering. So we're going to do one this Thursday. Then we're going to meet with worship in the city, which we also didn't get to talk about today, but I'm really excited about that. And then we have another Thursday, and then we're going to do two Fridays. So I want you to write these dates in your calendar, and I want you to come, and I want you to come, and I want you to come ready for the Lord to blow this place up. Like this morning was not an accident. This morning was a moment that I feel the Lord is like, there's a new level that I'm calling us into. And we're gonna release it as we do these Jesus nights, cool? Yes, seven o'clock, every time, except worship in the city. That one starts at 3.30. On Main Street, yeah, we're, we're blocking off Main Street. We got a food truck, we got prophetic prayer teams, we got worship teams, we got house of prayer teams. It's gonna be wild. It's going to be wild. And I'm just telling you, for, for us as a house, like, you look around and you're like, man, like, you know, their main, like, the Lord, the call that God has on this church is far bigger than the number of seats that you see in this sanctuary. Can I just exhort us in that? Sometimes it's easy to look around and it's like, hey, there's, there's some empty chairs. God has a calling way bigger than the number of chairs in this room. And that's why we're going to Main Street. Listen, for a church our size to put on an event like this is unheard of. Why are we doing it? Because the Lord says, you got to take it to the city. Who cares what it costs us? And it costs a lot, I'll be honest. It's a sacrifice, but the Lord says, you got to go and you got to transform a city. 
Convergence Church on 5745 is going to transform downtown Fort Worth. We're going to see it happen, and we're going to lay something down in that, in that moment that's far bigger than the number of seats you see in this room. Because he's called us to have influence and impact well beyond our size. I can't preach for any longer. But even as Bunny is here, I just really feel this call. Like, we got to step into what the Lord has, even in local government, voting, getting out and making our voices heard. Come on, like, everything that's happening. Like, we have a big election coming up in November. Don't just let November pass by and then go, oh, I forgot to vote. Go vote. Get out there and make your voice heard because Jesus wants to impact Fort Worth. Oh, come on. You, you can visit Bunny's table out there. She's got some good resources. Um, and... We're just gonna, we're gonna go take it to the neighborhood. So we have our end of the summer party right here, okay, right over there. So, every, so now what we're gonna all do is we're gonna walk, get your kids if you haven't, yes, please don't leave your kids here, and walk out there and release what just happened in this room is what the neighborhood around us needs. So we're carriers, so what, what just this moment, this beautiful presence-filled moment where Jesus met us, we now get to take that out and we get to watch people meet him in the neighborhood. Can we do that? Awesome, let's do it. Well, thank you for coming. We love you. We're excited about what the Lord is doing in this house. Are we, like, is anybody else as jazzed as I am about what he's doing? Like. I mean, Jesse Kamali's up here releasing the gospel. Kids are running around the room, not because someone asked them to, but because the Holy Spirit was like, it's time to run around the room. I love this place.